Welcome to the Music Mindfully Podcast with your host, Aliyah Elliott. This is a place where musicians come to get inspired, to conquer their fears, to overcome self-doubt, and learn to love their music and themselves a little more every day. Let's make music mindfully. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Music Mindfully podcast. This is your host, Aliyah Elliott, and I am so happy to welcome you to our podcast today. Now, this week, if you're listening at the time of recording, this week is all about love. It was Valentine's Day yesterday, which I know can be really, really exciting and celebratory for some people and a bit of a heartbreak for others. So don't worry, we're not going to be chatting about it. But we are going to use that day as inspiration for today's topic, which is self-love. Now, self-love is kind of a buzzword these days. We hear it all over. We're all talking about our self-care and our self-love. But what does it really mean? How do we know when we are loving ourselves? And when we hear the phrase that you can't love someone until you love yourself, what does that truly mean and how does that impact our lives? And what can we do about it? Because if you were anything like I was, then self-love was kind of a sticky topic. I am a recovering perfectionist. I was always a really, really high achiever all through school. And in some ways, I felt that my self-worth was totally related to the success that I had academically or financially or really in any aspect of my life. So if I wasn't in the very, very top I didn't feel like I was worthy. And that, right there, my friends, is where self-love usually goes wrong first. If we do not feel a deep sense of worthiness to experience love, then we're not going to experience it from others, let alone from ourselves. Loving ourselves isn't just allowing ourselves to do a face mask or take a bath or read a book and cozy up with a cup of tea. While these are all wonderful ways of practicing self-care, self-love says that we feel deep down that we are worthy and that we are wonderful just as we are. Think about it. Think about one person in this world who you love more than anything. Anything. For me, that person is my husband. Colin, if you're listening, hey. (laughs) You're wonderful. Um, And he is an absolute light in my life. Do I think he's perfect? No, I do not. Sorry, Colin. I do not think he's perfect, but that does not impede my ability to love him. When we love others, we love them as whole beings. 
We accept everything that they are without putting on the blinders. So I can see my husband as this incredible educator, this really social, bright, smart, and fun human being. But I can also see his flaws. And no, I'm not going to reveal them all to you. I don't think that that would be fair for Colin, especially because he's not here recording with me to bash me on my flaws. (laughs) So... The, the point I'm trying to make, however, is that because we allow ourselves to love others when they are flawed, why is it that we do not allow ourselves the same courtesy? Now, I know that some people think that self-love means self-righteousness. And that if we love ourselves too much, then we're self-centered and annoying and obnoxious and that it is really a detrimental thing to love ourselves fully. But that is not self-love. That is self-righteousness. That is assuming that you are better than everyone else and that your flaws eh, they're not that bad. Or maybe they don't exist at all, depending on, you know, where where they're at on this scale. Self-love does not mean that we see ourselves as perfect or as better than anyone else. It means that we allow ourselves to accept who we are fully, flaws and all. When we love someone else, truly love them, there are no conditions for us to love them. And that is where we so commonly run into that barrier when it comes to self-love. We say, oh, I'll be worthy of my own love and acceptance when? When I get that gig. When I make this much money. When I weigh this much. Why do we love others unconditionally and yet we put conditions on ourselves before we believe that we are worthy of our own love? That is the difference. That is what's standing in the way of so many beautiful, beautiful souls who do not truly, deeply love themselves. There should be no prerequisite for love, whether you are receiving it from yourself or from someone else. You are worthy. You were born worthy and you will always be worthy of love and belonging. And the best place, the first place that we should find that is within ourselves. Now we've heard the adage, you cannot love someone until you love yourself. Now, 
I'm not saying that you cannot feel love for another human, that you cannot care for another human without loving yourself. But I do believe that there is some truth to this statement. Because if you do not fully love yourself, then how are you able to show up as your best self for those you love? Let me throw a scenario at you. A mother with two kids and a husband absolutely despises herself. She despises herself She will not spend money on herself because she doesn't think she is worthy. She will not spend time caring for herself because she does not think she is worthy. She puts herself on the back burner because she is pouring her love into her children and her marriage. Is she showing up in those relationships, in the fullest way that she possibly can. By making the sacrifice to never treat herself, to not care for herself, is she really pouring more into her children and her marriage? Or is she simply not able to provide that because she hasn't done the work to fill her cup first. I know this is also a big cliche, but the reason that cliches are a thing is because they work. (laughs) It's because there's truth in them. You cannot pour from an empty cup. You cannot give love that you do not first feed to your own soul. The love that we show for ourselves is what we are able to then pour out to others. So, what do we do if we're in a situation where we feel like I just simply do not feel like I love myself? Well, Let me tell you, I read this incredible book called Love Yourself Like Your Life Depends on It. It's by Kamal Ravikant. And I read this a few months ago. And he suggests in his book some very, very, very simple practices that he used to foster love for himself after a really brutal breakup. The easiest one, and the one that I still use every single day, is that whenever you feel that your thoughts flip to the negative, when you start thinking, oh, if only I were like this. Oh, I can't do that until I do X, Y, Z. I'm not worthy of this. I'm dumb. I hate myself. Whatever that negative self-talk sounds like, that's when we flip the switch and we say, I love myself. I love myself. 
I love myself, I love myself, I love myself. And we repeat that all of the time. And you know what? When my head hits the pillow at night, that's the loop that I play. I love myself. I love myself. And if other thoughts come in, that's okay. It's just like a meditation practice. It's a practice. It's not going to be perfect. And that is exactly why it's beautiful and exactly why it's effective. By telling yourself in a loop that you love yourself, and if you can play that loop over and over and over and over again every single day, then just like everything else, if you put it on repeat, you will start to believe it. I love myself. Three super powerful words. We always talk about I love you being the most special words we can ever say. But I don't think that's true. Because I love you can only come after I love myself. So, I hope you all have a wonderful week. And I'm very excited to hear from all of you who are listening how you feel after a week or a month of making this mental loop of I love myself. I'm really, really excited to see how this shift in the way that you think about yourself impacts your life. I know for me, it has allowed me to be more resilient in my personal life, in my business. When things go wrong, I do not criticize myself. I no longer see my worth as attached to my income and my success. I understand now that I am inherently good. I am inherently worthy of love. And so are you. Have a great week, and we'll see you next time on the Music Mindfully podcast. And just in case you weren't sure, I love you. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode of the Music Mindfully podcast. Did you have an aha moment? Did something really resonate with you? Be sure to let me know. Screenshot this episode, share it on social media, and don't forget to tag me at Music Mindfully. I would also love to chat with you, so feel free to hop on into my DMs. I cannot wait to connect with you on the next episode of the Music Mindfully podcast. Be sure to subscribe so you never miss out. Until then, Go make music, mindfully.